Hi there, welcome to Let's Talk Tottenham and Bale is back. After seven years, uh, Gareth Bale is back, all pending the announcement, which hasn't been made yet, but I don't think you uh, go through all of this to then decide that it's not going to happen. So it's based on the fact that Bale is going to be signing and going to be announced. Uh, also, Regulion, massive signing there, but he's also really going under the radar, which you can imagine, but it's a great signing for us there. Joined again, as always, by Mark, uh, so at 1981 Spur, if you don't follow him. Also joined by another guest, uh, at Mac1882THFC, if you don't follow him, follow him. He's the uh, guy who got the selfie with Bale at Luton Airport, so we'll be talking about the, the signings, uh, Jose, Pochettino, transfers we think still might happen or we want to happen, and the... Uh, Southampton game uh, coming up at, uh, tomorrow. So let, let's talk Tottenham. So hi there, welcome back to Let's Talk Tottenham. And uh, Mark's here again. Hi there, Mark. Hi there, Chris. You right? Yeah, not too bad. Uh, just waiting for this announcement to be made. Uh, also got another guest here, which uh, you may know him if you're reading newspapers or watching Sky Sports yesterday. It's the guy who got the selfie with uh, Gareth Bale in the car. Uh, uh, name is also Gareth, but we'll call him Matt. Hi there, Matt. Welcome to the podcast. How you doing, guys? You all well? Yeah, not too bad. How, how are you after your, uh, your kind of a leap into a bit of stardom? Uh, uh, mate, it, it's, it's surreal. Oh, yeah. There's been, been a lot of love. Um, mm. On the texts, uh, on the on the Twitter, but um, you know, there's a, there's a couple of I would I'll call them jealous numpties for um, you know, <laughs> you're a grown man. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, my God, you're a grown man. What are you doing that for? Do you know what? I work hard for my family and Tottenham. Yeah. Are my they're, they're my loves in life, and mm. if it makes me happy, then I don't care what anybody else thinks. Yeah. It's no, uh, it's no uh, difference from going on the red carpet and getting that from like a uh, Tom Cruise or something like that. Is it no different? Uh, yeah, to, to be fair, mate, it is, you're right. Um, you know, at the, at the end of the day, he's Gareth Bale. He's, mm. he, he, left, he left Tottenham with all of us thinking, why the bloody hell are you going anywhere, sunshine? We need to be keeping you <laughs> Um how many, how, many, how many transfer windows have we sat have, have, have people said, Bale's coming home, Bale's coming mm. home, and it's like, no, nah, mate, he's not. But to know he's actually landed and he's here, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't going to miss your opportunity. I, I, I live about 10 minutes away from Luton Airport. Mm. So I thought, do you know what? The the, the training ground's going to be packed. I, I used to work at the airport. I knew that the um, that the, the jet was kept there. So I just thought, do you know what? I'll chance my arm. Um, you know, the missus mm. actually said, you know, try and the airport instead of the training ground. And she was spot on. And yeah, yeah. Uh, luckily, I, I was in the right place at the right time. Yeah. It, it, Mac, Mac has got a history, just so everyone listening know. I, I know Mac <laughs> personally. And Mac's got a history of doing this. Mac's got a hundred photos of um, <laughs> seeing very not just footballers, other other celebrities at Tottenham and stuff like that. So it's not it wasn't Cam Cameron Diaz, yeah. uh, Susan Sarandon, just to, just to name a couple of A listers, you know. Oh, right, I, okay. I got um, I was at work and I got um, you played on the Wednesday a few times, Mac, and one of the football things I played. They're like. Someone posted up, I've just seen Mac on TV. I was like, what? And I see it. I was, I was an absolute hysterics in someone's house on a visit for the job I do. Um, so, yeah, it was no surprise. But for all the trolls that are giving you abuse, mate, mm. fuck off. You know, what's the problem? We absolutely love Tottenham. We're fanatical about it. Um, we want to welcome back a great player. Piss off. You know I, think, I, mean? I, think, I think that's part of the reason why he wants to come back, isn't it, Gareth Bale? Because... 
I, I think for all the, all the brave face he's been putting on where he's getting abuse and booze and all that around Madrid, to, to come to a training ground where I don't know how many people were there, but he's obviously loved at Tottenham, I think. All for putting on a brave face with the, the Madrid stuff, I think he just wants to go somewhere where he's true. Sorry? Sky Sports that he's been telling his agent to tell everyone that he's coming back home. So he obviously feels a connection with Tottenham, and yeah, I, yeah. I, I, the well, pant- you, look, pantomime. You, look at, you look at Bale though. You look at what, what happened though. He, he started under red duck, under uh, left back, and he had, a, he, had, he had this really bad record of never being in a winning side. You know, we have an off season. He comes back and he, he's bulked out, and the next thing you know, he's thrown out on the wing, and he's absolutely destroying it. Hmm. You know, he. You know, he was he was never disliked by Tottenham ever. But then all of a sudden, this he comes back this one season, and he's he's this totally different player in a totally different position. And he represented and still represents everything that Tottenham were about: flair, tenacity. Mm. You know, playing with style. Um, you know, excitement. And you know, and it's something that the Tottenham fans have always craved, and they will continue to crave. Yeah. You know, and and he embodied all of that for me. Yeah, I, I think the whole. Pantomime villain as well. I mean, some pantomime villain who's basically helped you win two Champions League medals and then with Copa del Rey. And, you know, he's just been so disrespected there, I think, for because his name's not Cristiano Ronaldo. And it's just, he's still well, one, you think. the same fans, Chris, who booed Ronaldo. They've Did they? booed Ronaldo before. They've booed Ronaldo <laughs> before. So it's not, that, you know, the thing but, is, they need, they need somebody to take it out on, don't they? And for, some, yeah. for whatever reason, they chose Bale. You know, but, but Bale sh- shows the character he made of. He didn't mm. know bother him. Look what happened with the Wales game. You know, go- Golf Wales Madrid. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Wales Golf Madrid. You know what I mean? That, that is, I think that was a very a very clever way to, to turn around to Real Madrid and go, fuck you, leave, leave me alone. All right? Doesn't matter what you say, mate. I'm, I'm still playing national for my national team. I'm still captain for my national team. You know, and yeah, bollocks you all. Yeah. Well, I read today on BBC Sport that Zidane said he never had a problem with him, which I don't know, other reports they haven't been speaking for a month. And after the acrobatic goal winning the Champions League against Liverpool, he didn't even say anything after the game. And then he comes out and says it's not a problem. He obviously has. And he said he's better out of it. Well, Alonso said he never had a problem with driving, but, you know, look what happened there. You know, it's, um, <laughs> it, it's, uh, how he can sit there and, how he can sit there and turn it around and say, he's never had a problem with Bale. The guy is unbelievable, and mm. if he played him regularly, he would, he'd not be wing rusty, coming to Spurs like he is, no. but if he didn't have a problem with him, he would be starting those games, he can produce, the goals he can produce, the free kicks, the runs, the, just the way that guy plays, and the way he can be an engine for, for the front of, of any team, you know, why wouldn't you play him? And yeah. I, I'll be honest with you, I think Zidane's cut his nose off to spite his face. Yeah. Luckily, the only thing that's probably Zidane's saving grace is, it's Real Madrid. Yeah, and yeah. it's full of class and it's full of quality. You know, if, if Zinedine Zidane had been the manager of, I don't know, let, let's say Everton, and Bale was their only, you know, their star player, and he went, now bollocks, I'm keeping you on the bench because I don't like you, they'd be up for yeah, And he'd be yeah. out of a job. Yeah. The yeah. weird thing I, the thing I find really strange about it is I remember when Real Madrid were, ch- were chasing Bale because it didn't, wasn't just like over a couple of weeks, it was like for a year. It yeah. was all their media. Yeah. 
and the Dan was like a director of football. He wasn't even the manager. And they kept saying that he was the one that was pushing it and he was scouting Bow and he was coming to our games and everything else. And they used to say it was the Dan that really wanted him. So it's for it's all to sort of come down while he's in charge. It's just an odd one, really. Mm-hmm. And when Bow was at Tottenham, everything you'd ever hear, oh, he's such a nice lad, he's such a professional, he's such a good guy to be around. He's not a superstar, he's got no ego. And then, you know, you can see they, they try and paint a completely different picture of Bow over there. It's just ridiculous. Uh, good, look, we better know what it sounds so. It's really, it's really stupid. Uh, we are, Mark, you're right. It's, it's, it's strange because it, you look at it, they go, you know, he's such a great guy. Now, I was talking to somebody yesterday who used to, who was taking photos. He had all these big, long cameras and apparently used to work at Tottenham uh, while Bale was there during his first stint. And he said that the guy is, is lovely and he's quite, um, he, he, he's not in himself, he's, he, he was at the time quite shy. Yeah. Um, you know, a little bit self-conscious about certain attributes that, that he had, um, that he, he got sorted, uh, I think, <laughs> you know, you know uh, FA Cup, you know, let's refer to it that way. But, he, um, you know, but, but also as well, with all these footballers, we never know what problems they have. You know, what, mm. what if Gareth Bale's dyslexic? What if Gareth Bale is just one of these people who can't become a second language? But, you know, he's chastised because he hasn't chose to learn Spanish. Well, yeah. actually, maybe he's tried. Maybe he's just not able to get the groups of it. You know, it, it's not even a case of... Yeah, exactly. So there might be something there that's prevented him that nobody knows about because Gareth being the shy and retiring type that I've been led to believe that he is from, from the gentleman I was talking to yesterday, you know, it's not the sort of thing that would probably be out in the public domain anyway. And who cares whether you can speak English, Spanish, French or German? You know, as long as, you'll be, as, long as you can take the orders and instructions from your manager and you can produce on the pitch, leave the boy alone. Their fans are just a disgrace. I used to work with someone whose boyfriend was Spanish and used to live there and was a Real Madrid fan. He he left at one nil down in the first Champions League, the Champions League. They won the first one that he won, and then wasn't allowed back into the stadium when after uh, Ramos had equalised and Bale scored. It's just you know fans are just a disgrace. But like, we we don't need to talk about Real Madrid. They don't matter. But. One thing I did want to ask you, Mac, is uh, were you slightly disappointed yesterday that we're in this coronavirus situation? Because if we weren't, he'd have got it out of his car. Were you slightly disappointed that you could only get a photo between a pane of glass? Yeah, I, I, I did. Um, I, I did take my uh, my White Hart Lane book with me because obviously there's a couple of pages where he's pictured in it on the hope of maybe getting an autograph. But when he uh, when he was leaving through Gate Five of Luton Airport, I kind of signified to kind of get a picture. Um, and the driver, who's, I can't remember his name, but he's one of the guys who works in the backroom staff at Tottenham, sort of went and did a sort of a thing across his mouth to say, you're not wearing a mask, but Gareth indicated to him to, to stop and still be able to take a picture through the window. Mm. So, which to me was, was fantastic. Now, mm. I, I don't, you, you won't know Chris, but Mark does, uh, remembers a, a friend of mine called Ash. We'd yeah, 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 he, he mentioned him on the podcast a few episodes ago.
I would have gone there yesterday to get my picture with Gareth Bale and I'd have sent it to Ash because Ash lived in South East London, um, South West London, sorry. And he would have, instead of being happy for me for getting a picture with Gareth Bale, he'd have moaned like an absolute bastard that either one, I didn't take him, or two, right, I, I should have waited, you should have waited until we were both together at the ground. And then with all the media coverage that it's had, Sorry for one person, and that's uh, Sergio Vergudion because his transfer is a big transfer, and it's going to go completely out under the radar. But 
before we talk about Bale, which is obviously the big news, great signing. We've potentially got to give him back to Real Madrid in a couple of years or whatever, but in, in the short term, it's A, a position that we really need left back, and he's a quality left back as well, isn't he? So I, I think that's a really good signing as well. We're, we're, you happy about that one? I think it's going to be fantastic. I think mean, he's going to be a, an amazing signing. But and you said, you know, some people said it's a glorified loan because of you know yeah. the, the buyback clause for sort of a couple of years' time. But at the same time, Real Madrid is Real Madrid is, is a bigger pool than, than Tottenham mm. in, in the grand scheme. If you look at the history of our clubs, you know, do do I think that they're going to want to take this guy back after two years, or in two years' time is there going to be somebody else who, in Real Madrid's opinion? Hmm. is going to be just as good who they could potentially get for 35 million so they're spending 40 to 45. Yeah. It's either or, isn't it? Um, what what, what do you think? Sorry, Chris. The sorry. thing with him for me is if they want him back, he's going to have to be a top, top left-back in the world and he's going to have to be playing exceptionally well for us, for them two years, in order for them to want to buy him back. So, you know... It's a bonus for us. Look, we know what the, 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 the clause is, um, but he's going to have to be performing to a very high level in order for him to go back. So it's a win-win for us. Yeah. Not ideal, but yeah. as I say, he's going to have to be out, you know, performing so well for them to want to bring him back. So, you know, it's going to be well for us anyway. I think it's back to the Walker and Rose days, their heyday, isn't it? We've got now an attacking right-back, uh, Doherty, attacking left-back, uh, Regulian. Yeah. So we've got that kind of outlet. And I still think we need a playmaker. Even with Bale coming in, I still struggle to see how we're going to get the ball up top to them. But I think he I, is, I he is honest, a lot I more creative than we I, got. I don't, I, don't see, I, I, don't see the, I don't see it being as much of a struggle as what some fans do. No, you know, well, I hope you're right. You know, the Celso, when he's fit, right, he will ping a pass. Toby, from the back line, can ping a pass. You know, and if Suzuko, who is an absolute bull in a china shop, but the way he runs for the ball is fantastic. If he can release, if he can release it a little bit earlier, you know, and have that slightly bit more awareness of what's around him to be able to release the ball to Bale, Kane, or, or Sonny, then I, I don't think we're going to be mm. in too much trouble. But we need somebody else to back that up. Yeah, I, th I think someone who's impressed yeah, I mean, me a little bit in the last two games is is uh, Undombele. I know it's easy, you know, it was against nine men uh, against uh, uh, I can't, I'm not going to butcher their name who we played on Thursday, but his goal was all about kind of getting the ball back from the defenders, playing it slow, playing it slow, then bang, play it quick, and then quick and pass and move, which we didn't have any of that against Everton. And I thought he looked like he was trying to do that against Everton when he came on, but obviously Everton had the one nil. And we're sitting back, so it was difficult. So if he can get his attitude yeah. and fitness right, I think we've got another one there. And Lacelso, not sure he's a playmaker. He likes know, to run I, with the ball, but he has got a good passing range. Oh no, I totally agree. And it was a locomotive plod dev right, that we okay. played. Yeah. That, that, that's it. That's, that's the one. I, 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 I tried yeah. to risk it because either way, it's, it's funny if I got it wrong. Um, you've written it, you've written it down, haven't you? That's what it is. You had it written down for that. I'll just Google it now just to make sure. Yeah. Yeah, Google the pronunciation of locomotive, how about that? Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, it's, you're, you're right. And, and the, but the thing is, Undumbele, in my opinion, you know, he, you obviously you guys have watched the documentary. Um, I haven't he, yet. He was quite freely... Yeah, haven't you? Right? Without spoil, at one point he freely admits that he's head-toeing. Yeah, 
his head's not in the right place. His head, he's, right. he's still adjusting to leaving, you know, leaving France and coming to England and, yeah. and what it's all about and the, the difference in the game and, and life in general. You know, um, exactly the same that Bale could have had going to Spain, couldn't it? Like you alluded to earlier. Exactly, exactly. But you know, but it's the reports in the press, right? That Levy brokered uh, and mediated a, a chat between between him and, and Mourinho. Mm-hmm. Um, then, and he decided, you know, and he wants to work and he wants to be part of something special at Tottenham. Then, you know, then happy days. You're right. We've we've got. And, but the thing is, like everybody's already said about under ballet, this is it's old news that he is going to be amazing once he settles. Mm, yeah. um, and if and if what he did in those last sort of you know last few minutes against Popdiv and you know and what he tried to do at Everton is a sign of of where he's going and where he's going to be. Then yeah, you're right. We've we've got a fantastic yeah. midfielder there in him, and and to get rid of him. playing is all always kind of been about getting the forwards into play yeah. so we, we can do that now although it is worth noting that we all three uh, know that Bale hasn't actually signed yet so you know we're, we're talking about and Magulian and we're, we're talking about this like he has he hasn't actually signed yet but we, we are fairly confident it will happen but obviously the fans to be fair sorry that's right to be fair even though he hasn't signed, as long as we get Regulian signed, mm. and he's the left back that we hope he's going to be, and with Doherty, you know, mm. and then obviously with a slight tweak up front of using, you know, just Son and, and Kane, let's, let's mm. take Bale out of the equation for the moment, then you've still got those attacking fullbacks with two fantastic forward players. Mm. So, you, you know, so you're still, we're still in a position to, to play, like you say, a, a similar kind of forward, forward attacking game as, as Liverpool. Mm. You know, yeah. you know, Son's a goal scorer. Son's got pace. He's gonna, he's gonna attack people. Kane can hold up the ball well, and and we all know what he can do with the ball as well. Yeah. So you know, I think Kane just needs to. What I think we need more from Kane, in my personal opinion, is we need to make sure that Undembele, you know, and whoever plays in the middle of the park are more solid. Kane needs to stop dropping back so much. Yeah. If Kane can stop dropping, if Kane, if Kane, if we can make sure that Kane believes the midfield are capable of doing everything. And he doesn't have to come back and, you know, help out. Because I don't get why he does so much. But something there is something there for Kane that says, I need to go back. I need to get into the midfield. Mm. You know, whether it be he's getting a lack of service, whatever it is. Well, I think it's but lack of... With, I, think Rugen, it's, with, with Doherty, well, I think it's frustration, know, isn't it? He's not getting the ball. So I'll go back and get it. It is, but... This, but, but that's not what he's about. Know, if, he, if we can make sure that we've got 
both playmakers in the middle and Regulian down the left and Doherty on the right play their part, then hopefully Kane will be not dropping back so deep, which means he can get on at the end of more balls and he can he can start doing what, what he does best, which is making that back of the net, back of the net bulge. Yeah. How happy do you think he is that Gareth Bale is... Uh... If Gareth Bale signs, how happy on a scale of one to ten do you think that'll make Harry Kane? But he's got someone there who can um, um, help him take the burden off, and then he's got like he's always said, hasn't he, Kane? If we're not progressing, he'll leave. We've signed one of the best players in the world, uh, and one of the highest regarded um, you know fullbacks in the world. Honestly, Chris, I don't know, and the yeah. reason why I, say <laughs> I don't know is because the reason why I, say I don't know how he's going to react is because. He's always been top dog. There's never been a player at Tottenham who anybody has ever regarded higher than Harry Kane prior to potentially Bale's re-signing. Yeah, but do you think okay. he, do you think so, he'll care? Or um, then do you not know? But, well, I, I, I personally don't think he'll care because it's about winning. So if Bale helps us win things, I'm not sure he'll care. But Chris, if I, if I finish sort of what, I, what I started, is no one's ever been bigger than Kane. So it depends on Kane's mentality. If Kane is all about the team, if Kane is all about winning trophies and doing what is best for the team to win trophies, which we're led to believe he is, mm. then I, I think that he's going to embrace this. He's going to love every minute of it. And him and Bale will form a partnership that is going to absolutely terrify the defence of the Premier League. Mm. Um, you know, but if Bale comes in and maybe outshines or you know um, and, and Kane is a little bit maybe more sensitive than what we're led to believe um, you know I know people who will listen to this and go you're talking crap mate you don't know nothing but <laughs> I think none of us know what Kane's like no, none of us know what Kane's like is like behind closed doors no. we've never had anybody bigger than Kane in the squad so therefore there is a there is half a chance that he might feel jaded but I, but if he's a consummate professional that we're all led to believe, I don't. On the whole, I think there'll be no issue. No, I don't. I don't I, either. I, um, I personally think he's going to be absolutely delighted. No. Um, and I, 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 I actually think Levy was right. Let me just get this out of the way because on the last pod, I was under the right. We spoke about it off air, but. If you remember, what I was saying is all I want is a bit of ambition. It mm. doesn't have to be a Messi, Ronaldo signing. I, I didn't even want to, you know, obviously I wanted a bow. I'm absolutely ecstatic. But that's not even what, just a level of ambition. And he's gone and done it. So mm. hats off to Levy. That's all I ever wanted. So well done. Um, I think I know. he's forced into it. This is what I think. Not forced into it. But if we don't get these type of players in, Kane will be off mm. next summer. And this way, the problem it says we're, we're, trying, we're, trying to, we're trying to do something and trying to show a level of ambition to keep players like Kane around. The thing is, though, Mark, you say that he's, he's forced into it. I think he was forced into it the minute he signed Jose. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just, yeah, he, he's not going to sit down and not sign no, anyone, is Mourinho, he? We, everybody said when Jose came, he's, why is he coming to Tottenham unless he's going to get backed? And this is Levy who's made a promise to Jose when he signed him to say, I'll, I'll back you, Jose. You come to Tottenham, mate. I will back you. And he's had to put his money where his mouth is. Um, you know, and, and and fair play to Levy for doing that. I just wish. And, and this isn't anything against Jose, because I personally, I'm, I'm, I'm pro, pro Jose, and I've always been pro Levy, because I think the way he's run the club, mm. as we were saying off air, has been fantastic. And, you know, we might not have always had the signings that the fans have wanted, 
But and as I said, I use the example. You know, you know, we could have ended up, you know, going going balls out, ended up with nothing, and, and been in a position that Wigan was in. Do you know what I mean? End up going down and, and going into administration. He's run mm. the club fantastically. He's made sure that we are we are mm. able to be able to have the stadium that we've got, the training facilities that we've got. You know, and still be relatively competitive. You know, um, I, I don't agree. I, I think he should have done this sooner because you know mm. you don't you don't come third in a two-horse race. And reach a Champions League final over the course of two, three years, three, four years, and 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 he should have invested. He should have been mm. saying, "We we want this again." Yeah, I'm in the exact know, same Jones, opinion. Yeah, it's, but I think he's purely getting. He's had to. I think it's down to Jose Mourinho coming in. He's promised him he'll back him, so he's back. He's backing him. And if if Levy has the belief in Jose that he is the man to push Spurs that next step on to win something, whether that be a Carabao Cup, an FA Cup, a European Cup. Then he needs to to fill that promise. He needs to back him, and and I think he's he's doing it brilliantly. Okay, so we'll take a little break there. Uh, when we come back, we're talking more about Bale, more about Magulion, Jose uh, transfers. We think we might get, uh, and and who we would like in, and uh, what we think will happen in the Southampton game. So back in a bit. He can play up top as well, and he—he's he, probably not going to bail in with his injury issues and in his age and how he plays. He's probably not going to be playing league, Europa League, league, Carabao Cup. So he'll probably be limited to just league. Yeah, and we we're not going to see him for supposedly three or four weeks anyway. Oh, are we not? Um, I, don't oh, know. I didn't know we, that. We've probably got about we've probably got about twenty games in that time, so we've got nine <laughs> coming up. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, he, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm going to slightly giggle and, and say to Chris, Chris, really, what, what's what's his age got to do with it? If you, yeah, look, at well. it, you, know, you look at those, you look at you look at the nomads across the road, right? Mm. They they've gone mental because they signed a 31 year. You know, they managed to maintain the services of a 31 yeah. year old striker. You know, in my and again, I had this conversation and going back to me talk, calling talk sport because I bugged the crap out of them. Right? But I, I did. I phoned up yesterday and they were talking about Thiago and Bale. And they reckon that Thiago was a, a far better signing and a more appealing signing than, than Bale was to Spurs. Mm. Um, and they went on about his age, they went on about his injuries. So I had a little Google, 
at the injuries, and I phoned up TalkSport, and I said, why are, you, why are you talking crap, all right? Thiago and Bale have had a similar number of injuries over the last three years, okay? Um, the only difference, between, and, and the age is irrelevant, if you look at what people say about, about a young, okay, being 31, he's amazing, he's this, he's that, he's the other. My, the biggest problem we have with Gareth Bale right now is, the guy hasn't played properly for two years. He's going to be, he's going to be, he's going to be rusty than old swinging game, right? <laughs> and we need to make sure that we, we get that ring rust away. We need to make sure that he's, he's given the right training regime. And I think that he's going to still be able to, and without too much of a rose-tinted view, he's still going to be a world-class player on the stage wearing a Tottenham shirt. You know, he mm. might not be the same bail that we left, and he might not be the same bail from two years ago, but I think that he's got the ability. I still think he's got the passion, the desire, and the, the self-belief to be as close to that as he can get himself. I just think with the age, he, like, like you say, I don't think he's going to be the bail of 2012, which was get the ball, run past people, spin past people. I think... With the age, I think he may have lost the yard of pace, so he'll obviously have to change the way he plays. So, you you got Son who gets the ball and sprints past people. Even if he's lost the yard of pace. Oh, yeah, he'll still be massively, really quick. Yeah. I was going to say, even losing a yard of pace, he's still going to leave Luke Shaw in his wake. You know, and and, and, you know, wingers, uh, fullbacks of that ilk. I just think when, when he was with us before, he was playing every game, but then that was largely to do with the fact that we were a one-man team, whereas he, he won't play every game. He won't. I'd be very surprised if he plays Europa games and he won't be fit and won't be signed for, but he wouldn't have played against Leighton Orient if he was allowed to play in that, I don't think. He'd be restricted to just league, and then if we get to the later stages of cups, then he'll come into that, but... He's, I'll, I'll be honest, mate. I think he, he'll probably. I think he will play UEFA, but I think it will be. You know, it's, it's going to be one of those where we're playing Valencia. Do you know what I mean? In, yeah. You know, it won't be in the, the not. It knockout. won't be in the group stages of what we're in now. It'll be in the knockout stages. It depends, only. I, I guess it depends where the results go for us. To be perfectly fair, yeah. if we're in, in dire need of a win and we're two one down with half an hour to go in the final game of the group stage, I think you know you bring Bale on hmm. um, because he's. he's He's still got the ability to change a game. Um, as much as I agree with your point, I don't think he's going to play every game, and I think that he'll be used, you know, sparingly to a degree. Mm. You've also got to look at what is the game, how important is the game. You know, mm. do we bring him on to start with, and you know, get, you know, hopefully, you know, take a command and lead and bring him off, or do we bring him on to change the game because we're we're a goal behind? Well, I think he'll be in a squad on the bench, and then, like you say, if we need a win and we're struggling, then come on. But I think the plan will be to just. Don't play him. But anyway, where, where do you think he will play? Do you reckon it'll be a front three of him, Son, Kane, Kane up top, Son and Bale wide with a license to swap over? Or do you think he'll play a bit deeper? I don't, or, know. Or... I, don't, I don't know. I don't think if you look at the Bale of old, you, you would say that that, that would be the only place he could play. Mm.
he had freedom and he, he seems to be lacking now because I think he needs to play a more stringent type of game under Jose. Um, so it, it depends what Jose's got, yeah. got planned for Gareth, you yeah. know, whether he's got as, as if and when he signs. Yeah. If you were Delhi out if you were out if you were Delhi though, you'd be you'd be speaking to Bale all the time you can because we, we were close to selling Bale for about three million to Birmingham at one point when he was struggling to get into the side and then he forced his way in and then obviously became one of the best players in the world, got his dream move. And it's exactly kind of parallel to Ali at the moment, except that he obviously forces what got his way into the team and was a mainstay in the team and now he's got to force his way back in. But it's, it's kind of a parallel, isn't it, really, where he's he's trying to force his way into a team, which is what Gareth Bale did did. How many years ago that was now? So you'd be well, looking well, for I'll advice from there. If I was if I was Deli Ali, if I was Ryan Sessegnon, even the Celso, I would be looking at Bale and trying to get you know to watch mm. him train, see see how he does, what he does. You know, mm. Sessegnon has the ability to to be the left back type that mm. you know not as good perhaps, but like Bale used to be. Mm. You know, he, he has that ability, and he's still young enough to learn it. You know. You know, I think to be fair, at the moment, the biggest thing is, is professionalism for Deli Ali, and he needs to mm. to be able to, you know, and, and somebody who's just wanted, not somebody who's kind of his mate, because Kane's a consequence of professional, mm. you know, but he's not learning that of Harry because they've all grown up together. It's like you know, the you look at the, the class of '96, uh, you know, they all grew up together. They, you know, they're like best mates. You, you mm. kind of so you kind of wouldn't really. Um, focus too much on it but when you get somebody like Bale and if he is you know professionally training and you know gives his all then then hopefully that can be infectious as well to players like Deli yeah. yeah. do, do you guys think he'll bring in a, a winning mentality which you, you'd we like to think so right? winning four Champions Leagues and how many La Ligas and whatever but do you think he'll be able to translate that into the players because I think we do struggle with certainly in cup finals and semi-finals and getting over the line but we've obviously got Jose who's got a winning mentality there based on what's been happening in Madrid I think there's more chance of him being more competitive to a closer to the pin competition isn't there I think a player who's who's won 16 trophies um, and wants to come back to Tottenham Hmm. you know if that doesn't inspire people around you and tell you what kind of club um, top them are, the fact that he wants to come back, and that's not, you know, digging us up saying we're anywhere near or Real Madrid's level, because obviously I know that we're not, but I'm sure Bale had other options where he could have mm. gone. Well, I did hear that, and he, he wanted to come back to top. Yeah. You know, he well, this is, this is, come back to us, you know, mm. so, you know. Mark, I'll tell you what I do think. I'll tell you what I do think based on, on kind of what you're saying. You know, and as Chris just said, yes, there were other clubs that, were, that wanted him, but his love for Tottenham. Now, if his love for Tottenham is what our love for him is like, then he's going to want to give everything and more to make sure that Spurs do the very best they can in every single competition. Um, he's going to want to give it, he's going to want to leave it out on the pitch to, to repay Tottenham, to repay the fans for, for that love. You know, and Thor still wanting him to, to come home and have and, and loved him for years. So, well, yeah, I, 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 he's got a massive, massive point to prove to mm. Dan and Rupert and everyone else. He wants to come here, and whether it works out or not, it doesn't really matter. People might laugh at this, but he's going to want to prove 
people wrong, isn't he? He's going to come here. He's not going to come here just to pick up a paycheck. He, he I'm sure no. there's a fire burning in him that's going to want to prove everyone wrong. And the only bad bloody thing about that is, imagine he had a bloody, he scores 20-odd goals, um, is electric, um, gets us in the top four, we win a cup. Real Madrid might say at the end of the season, fuck off Zidane, we're, and we're taking Bow back. I think if Zidane's there, he just, won't, he just won't want to go back and he'll just see out that last year of his contract. I think if Zidane's still there. If Zidane's there, if Zidane is there, yeah. Mark, yeah. Mm. Mark like, just following on from what you just said as well, I don't know, we, we said this earlier about the, um, you know, the, the flag, you know, Gulf Wales and Madrid, yeah. um, but he... Things like that show he has a, a, a defiance yeah. to, towards Madrid. And again, like you said, he's going to have a fire to prove that, that they were wrong. Yeah. Um, to prove that they, they let one of the best talents go, that they wasted a talent by letting him sit on the bench. Mm. And I think as well, that defiance that he has towards Madrid and, and the, the whole, you know, two fingers up, fuck you attitude. I do. I, I, I think it is. it's going to be. That's going to um, combine with what you just said. That, that ability, you know, that, that, that desire to, to want to be able to go out there and, and smash it. I bet he's absolutely chomping at the bit to mm. get out there and to get playing again. And we know that, that he has a natural fitness levels. I know. I'm hoping that he can play a bit part in the next couple of weeks. Should he mm. sign? Because we're still waiting for the announcement. But should he sign? You know, they're saying it's uh, he's got a little bit of an injury, and he, as we've said before, he needs to get his match fitness back. But hopefully, he can play a bit, a bit part coming on the mm. sub or whatever over the next few weeks, because we're going to need him really. The amount of games he's well, coming up. Mm. They re- they recommend his fitness schedule for four weeks, don't they, to yeah. get to where he needs to be, so and then top, top also slightly slightly off football. But they reckon there's, uh, there, if, if, if they're going to have another two-week lockdown, and if they apply that to football, to football as well, you know, with regard to actually playing, then it's going to be like it was when we had the first lockdown. You know, it gives him those two weeks to not miss any games. You know, to miss a couple of games to get his fitness back up. And um, and yeah, I, I think that um, you know, I, I think that once he's, he's got himself uh, fit, he's got himself ready. I'll be honest, I don't think he's going to play a full ninety minutes the first game back. Right. Yeah, um, but I think these. I do think that they're going to give this intensive training, intensive training for four weeks, clear up any little needles that he does have, and then you know bring it, bring him in for for a half here, a half there, and yeah, and, and, and get his match fitness up. And another thing that people are not considering as well, he's been not been been played in Madrid. He hasn't been injured. He said that himself. He hasn't been injured. He's mm. just been benched and yeah. frozen out. I mean, he's thirty one. He hasn't played regular football. He hasn't been using them the strain on his joints and muscles and everything else. So we get a you know someone who hopefully that that not playing may have actually helped him in terms of you know he's not been using all of these these muscles and everything else. So you know that that might actually benefit us. You don't know. Hmm. I think uh, okay. you're right. There's, there's every chance it will. Hmm. You know, it, we, we, to be fair, we a lot. Of, I think the biggest thing as regards fails. You know, potential signing back to Tottenham. We that we need to remember is he's not going to be, regardless how much we want him to be, he's not going to be the Gareth Bale that left Madrid. And and as you know, and as long as we can can accept that, and as long as we can, you know, uh, be happy with that, then I I think that 
that we're going to be absolutely fine. I still think he's got star quality and I still think he's going to show it in abundance. Uh, you know, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that he's half the player. No, I think he's still, you know, as close to the full player as you, you can get for somebody who's been in a situation he has. Um, but as long as we can remember that as Tottenham fans and, you know, not watch him through rose-tinted glasses, then yeah, I, I think that, um, I think we're going to get, you know, we're going to have some fantastic displays by him and I think that we're going to love him just as much. Yeah, I, I think another thing it's good is, uh, sorry, carry on. No, you go, Chris. All right, so uh, I think one of the other good things about it, and Vagulion as well, is competition for places now. So in terms of left-back, we've gone from Davies and who, like maybe Sessignon when he gets back to fitness, to now three, uh, and Dennis Serkin when he, he, as well, if he's going to be planned to be playing in the first team. And then up top now, you've got Kane and Son, who are obviously first on the team sheet, but then you've got Bale, Mora, uh, Lamella who can play there, Ali who can play there, Bergvine. So you've got fantastic competition for places now. And I think so, signing someone like that will only motivate people to try and prove that they can uh, get back into the team. And if they don't, then it just shows Jose who's a fighter in the squad and who isn't in those positions. Uh, 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 yeah, I, I think yeah, it's, it's right. The, the one thing that Spurs have lacked over, over the recent years is a bit of depth and yeah. competition. I went to um, I went to a Legends night with Ash, mm. uh, with Tony Parks and Pat Jennings, and he turned and, and Tony Parks um, said the biggest problem we had with Hugo Lloris was when he first came to Tottenham, the guy was immense, and no one will ever fault Lloris for how he was when he first came to Spurs. He mm. was absolutely out of this world, mm. um, and he said the reason he was out of this world is because Brad Friedel pushed him. Brad Friedel yeah. was forty something, but Brad Friedel wanted to be number one. Brad Friedel trained harder and longer than Hugo because he wanted to be number one, mm. right? And Hugo had the best sport out of it because of that. And I think for a long time now, Tottenham haven't had the players behind, players like Ericsson, Ali, yeah. you know, Kane, to to be able to push them to say, well, hold on a minute, I, I'm, I'm Harry Kane, I'm starting. I ain't letting so-and-so take, take my place. We haven't had that. You know, so you kind of, there might just have been, you know, in parts, Tottenham players resting on their laurels because they know their yeah. names on that team yeah. regardless. And, and someone like Gareth Bale isn't going to let players rest on their laurels. If they're not pulling their weight in training, he'll say something. You can't really turn around and have a go at someone who's won four Champions Leagues and La Ligas and stuff like that. So I think in terms of that, it will encourage people to train harder and and even more so, I think. so. I, I, Do you know what I... I this is, I think this is the other part to it, though, Chris, is um, <clears throat> Gareth Bale is not going to let people, but then also you don't want other players in the squad going, well, what's the, what's the point? Gareth Bale's here. I ain't getting picked. Mm. It's, yeah. a, it's a double-edged sword. Yeah. And as long as it's managed correctly by, by Jose and, and everybody else, then you're right, this is going to be nothing but great for, for squad depth, for competition, for yeah. pushing our, our other players to perform better. It's, you know, but the players in the same position, you know, you look at Lamella, you look at Mora, as long as those two don't turn around, and I know Lamella's not rated by a lot of uh, Tottenham fans, you know, which is fair enough, that's their opinion, but as long as they, those two don't sit there and go, well, Gareth Bale's here for the next season, what's the, what's the fucking point? I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to bother even lacing the boots I, I, because I, I, I ain't getting started. I, I think someone like Lamella, I don't think he's like that. I think that... No, I don't be, think so either. Uh, what you two have just said, I think that that will make him kick on a bit. And actually want to... Oh, I don't, I don't disagree, Mark. I'm just saying, we've got to be, we've got to be wary of that possibility. Yeah, no, yeah. It, and, it needs, and it needs to be managed. Yeah. 
In, yeah. in, term, in terms of how Bale used to play when he was with us before, that's kind of the same way that Mora plays, getting the ball running at people, committing people. It's just Mora seems to go down kind of alleys. There was a, a part in the Everton game where he could have knocked it wide past the uh, defender, but he knocked it inside and ran into traffic, which he'll learn a lot from Bale. Bale will be able to relay his experience uh, of playing like that. I think that I, I, I can't really see any bad point for it. Really, I think it's just win-win. It's going to be good on the pitch, and it's going to be good off the pitch as well. I think. Well, I hope yeah, I'm right. I don't think to be fair, having someone like Bale in is it, it, going like we like we just said. It's, it, it can't, it's not going to do anything but improve. Hmm. But at the same time, it's also going to going to show Jose the mentality of what he's actually got in yeah. the rest of the squad. Yeah. Um, and. It, that, it, that in itself is still a win-win situation because mm. if, if you haven't got that strong mentality to be able to do what Jose Mourinho needs you to do and you can't do it with the likes of, you know, um, Gareth Bale in the squad, then may, maybe you need to, to, to reconsider what level of football you're playing at or how, yeah. how high a club you're playing for. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you think if he's playing wide, he'll track back? Because one, one of the issues that I have, and I, I, I feel a little bit sorry for Serge Aurier, because I've said it before, I don't think he's a terrible defender. I just think his decision-making is just woeful. But I think part of that is, is A, the complacency. Because if you said to me before Doherty joined, oh, Aurier's injured, who replaces him? I, I probably wouldn't have an answer for you. But then also, the person who's wide, playing wide on the right, doesn't track back, and Aurier gets... Uh, not picked on, but he gets targeted by the other teams. Give it to Aurea, he's got a mistake in him. So if Bale's playing wide on on, on that side, do you think he'll track back or do you think he's a kind of player that Gareth Bale isn't going to win you games tracking back? You need him up top, so someone else will have to track back for him if he's playing wide right. I don't know. I think it's, when you say that about Doherty and Aurea, in my opinion, they're two different types of players. I, I like Aurea pushing forward. I think, he, yeah. I think, I think they're both forward uh, wing-backs. They're both, they, they're, they're both forward wing backs, but they're both. Aurier's for me. Aurier's more down the wing, getting a really good cross, and he can he can you know put his laces through a ball. Well, I think you know Doherty's more get down and work his way into the box, and then join up with the attack. You know, like he used to Wolves. You know, he, he used to he used to you know get get the odd six yarder like um you know like he was a striker. Mm. So um I I, I think it's all going to be a case of. of Disciplined, to be fair, who's going to be the most disciplined to be able to either stay back or run their knackers off to get back to yeah. be able to to cover that space with yeah. with Bale charging up. But then, but at the same time, though, you don't know which side he's going to play on because you've got to say yeah. the same about the left side. Because if Bale and and um, and Son decide to switch during the game, then the responsibility then falls to the left back, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. So you know, so it, it's kind of slightly unfair to single out Aurier or the right side in general, when actually both sides need to look at doing the same. Sonny, mm. Sonny tracks back, Sonny's, Sonny gives his all, and you can't fault the guy. No. But at the same time, he's going to have moments where he doesn't. So you've got to rely on Ben Davies or whoever we're playing at left back you know, for that game to be able to, to be disciplined in, in the defensive side of the game. Yeah, I think that's where we had so much balance in the, in the, in the team in the 16-17 season, because you had Dyer and... Uh... Uh, Dembele or, or Wanyama in the middle there when we didn't have the ball Dyer sat back into a, a back three so he had the uh, stability and the, the, the 
security there when we didn't have the ball so that people like Ericsson, Ali, Sun, Kane could just stay up top and do their damage. Whereas now I'm not I'm not that sure. We've obviously got Hoiberg, who I think will come good. Uh and then I but I don't know who will be in there with him. Will it be Winks? Will it be Yeah, I, I don't know who will be up there with him. Because, mm. you know, like we said, uh, like I said earlier, you know, Suzuko pulling a China shot, we'll get the ball and he can drive. You know, he's not, he's, I'm not saying he's anything like what Moussa Dembele was, no. but he's able to drive with the ball like Dembele did. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, it, it, it's, it's kind of the end result is, 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 is definitely a lot more lacking. Um, whereas Winks is a bit more hold the ball up, look for that short pass to quickly get it out. Yeah. Um, so I guess it, it all comes down to, to who we're playing against and, and, and what Jose wants to do because as good as we were or what you know what we'd like to remember back like when you said 16, 17 season we were, it, it was great and it, it, it was great um, what Tottenham did but we, we've got a completely different manager now and, and we now need to look forward uh, what we can do and how we're going to be able to do that under Jose rather than sitting romanticised about how yeah, I, I just think he's, he, he's got to work out a way how we're stable stable, stable at the back as well as being able to go forward. Unless you're looking at yeah, winning, game, biggest, winning games by scoring more than the others. It is. The biggest problem at the moment is the back line. Yeah. Um, you know, we're, you know, but, but what do you, you know, Toby Alderweireld is getting a little bit older, but you know what, he's still a great, he's, yeah. he's still probably our best defender. Well, I, I think um, Dyer and Sanchez Dyer. need him to... Sanchez and Dyer remind me of Michael Dawson when he first came. He was a good defender, but he needed Ledley King and then Jonathan Woodgate to show him the kind of ropes. And then when they left, he was able to step out on his own. So he, they remind me of him. You need someone just to, to tie to. You need somebody yeah. to tie to who's going to sit there and pull you back, not let you drift too far. Yeah. Um, you know, and Dyer's got the opportunity to make the role his own and, and hopefully he'll come good. But... At the same time, I, I think we still need to buy another central defender to oh, right. add that competition. We you know, we need another. That, that, Sanchez, I, I like Sanchez, but I, do, I well, like yeah. what people say about Aurier. He's 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 got a mistake in him. He's mm. a bit of a liability, you know. But but Dyer's also got that in him at the moment. Mm. Well, that's the problem because we we the way that we're playing football under Marino is to give the other team the ball. Um, we don't have mm. possession of the ball. Um, and we've got the central defenders in Dyer and Sanchez who have got mistakes in them. Mm. And they're going to make one or two, possibly a game, um, which could lead to a goal, you know. And we had Davis doing it the other day as well against Everton, where he played a ball straight along the back line of Richardson, should have yeah. either laid it off or scored. Or scored. Um, so, you know, bringing in this left back hopefully will help with what he said he wanted to do um, was to have one fullback bombing forward while the other one sits in and essentially mm. have like a back three um, so that gives us it, it makes our defence overall better to have, be able to actually have them two fullbacks now to be able to play that system and that's the whole point he's now getting players for his system whereas yeah, last season yeah. he had to try he was he, he was trying to play that way with the wrong personnel to do it so you know Hopefully, now we're getting them players in that he wants and he's identified, and Levy is, is doing that job for him. Then there's no excuses, is there? Yeah. You know? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Who, who would you guys have come in? If, if you, you know, uh, if, if you were saying, right, you, 
could you could have a centre back, you know. And obviously, let's be let's be levy realistic when we say about it. But who, who would you guys have come in and uh, as as um, a challenging centre back? I'm not really sure. We're, we're linked with that uh, uh, Korean guy, yeah. aren't we? Which I, I can't remember his name. I won't butcher his name. Sorry? The Korean guy, the 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 oh, central yeah, defending yeah. Korean guy. I can't remember his name though. He's called the monster. I think his nickname. We've also been linked with Ruben Diaz. Who I, uh, I don't know whether he's realistic. He's at Benfica. They've just uh, fouled to get into. Um, was it the UEFA Cup? They got the, the Europa Yeah, League, they got yeah, they've got. The yeah, I just see that. Or 
you know, that he's ex-Chelsea or, you know, whatever it is people want to hold against him. For me, that's, that, yeah. that's kind of the way I look at it. I think he is um, disruptive yeah, after he, a few years, but at the moment he isn't. So, yeah, I just... Because I, I was devastated when Pochettino left and then Mourinho came in the next day and then it was like, well, I have to support the manager. But I felt like I was cheating on Pochettino. It was a very weird feeling. But like, you, you have to support the manager. Whereas I'm a total whore, mate, and I was quite happy to give my straight away. It's good to have different opinions on a podcast, isn't it? One's a, One feels like a cheat, the other one feels like a whore. So... It's, Good way to end. Uh, that's it, but we were talking about which defender would you get? Would would, would you guys get a striker in as a backup? And if so, realistically, who? Because Southampton have come out and said Ings, no way. But then you've heard teams say no way before, and that's just to draw up a few extra million. But would you get a striker in? And who? Mark will back me up when I say this, right? And I have said it for the last couple of off, last couple of transfer windows, right? Shane Long. Yeah, yeah. He'd offer something right? different, the wouldn't guy, he? The, guy, he? the thing is, though, he's quick. He's still hmm. quick. You know, he's still... And he, and he can still... And I think with the team that he would have around him at Spurs, I think his goal ratio would be better as well. I yeah. Just for me, Shane Long is always... You know, unless now Bale's back, we can tempt Rangers to let the phone come back and, you know, get the party started. Um, yeah, for me, for me mate, Shane, Shane, Shane Long. That, that's the, and because he's played back, he's, he's done nothing but for the last, what, five years, played back up to Danny Ings and yeah. whoever else at Southampton. So I think he, he's still got the speed, he's still got the awareness, but he's happy to sit on the bench. Yeah. What, what do you guys yeah. think of uh, Deeney? I think Kane's only weak part of his game is the hold-up play. I don't think he's strong enough. And I think 
when he does flick it on, there's no one ever near him. Where when you look to draw, but there was always someone around him. So I think Deeney would be a good option there. But again, like you say, it's a, whatever the manager wants. And then all, all these fans who come on going, oh, we've got to show ambition getting someone from Watford or stuff like that, which it's fine. But if, if the player suits the, 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 the uh, system, then it's not that much of a problem. And, and like Mark was saying the other week, show some ambition and we've got Bale and Vagulion. That's the ambition there. Now go and get people who fit the system. But... With what you're saying, Chris, if we, do you know what? If we, if we didn't have Bale and we didn't have Son, I would mm. sit there and say, the hold-up place isn't, we need somebody with pace, we need somebody yeah, to yeah. just put their foot through the ball and get into the back of the net. Luckily, you're right, it, and I agree with you, his hold-up play is fantastic, and with people, and if he, with Bale and Son playing off him, you've got two players with speed who are able to take advantage of the way he holds the ball up. Yeah. You know, you look at you know, you look at what happened when we had Lorente play for us. You know, okay, we got. I'm not going to say we got lucky in the Champions League semi final against Ajax, but if you look at all the other games that he played in the Premier League, yeah. he would hold the ball up brilliantly. I, I thought Lorente held the ball up brilliantly for Tottenham. Yeah. The problem he had was he didn't have the players close enough or fast enough to be a you know um, to to be able to to make use of the way he held the ball up. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You know, um, and don't get me wrong, I know we had Son um, playing as well, but if Son was caught too far back or, you know, he was he was being pushed out of the game man-marked, you only got that one player who was able to, to make use of it. And, and we and we didn't make use of it enough, in my opinion. Mm. But with, yeah, but with, with Bale and with Son, obviously back to if Bale signs, <laughs> um, you do, you, you have players who will be able to take full advantage of that and hold up play. Yeah, I think you need a, a different ways of playing because back when Bale was there last time, we had uh, Crouch up top who could hold it up, Van der Vaart who could come short, Defoe and Pavlyuchenko between. Defoe was a lot quicker, but poachers and shoot on site. So you had different ways of playing there, which, you know, we've had Kane up front on his own. So there's only kind of one way to play, but obviously uh, Lavente coming in can hold it up. So I think Dini. Holds it up. That's a different way of playing. Shane Long plays right on the last defender. That's another way of playing. So I, I wouldn't be upset with either of them. I tell you something else about Dini that I think um, that I think would be fantastic, and what I think would be fantastic, fantastic about his play, which is goes back to what Jose said in in the um, the All or Nothing. You know, we have to play like BBB. We can't be <laughs> nice guys. Yeah, yeah. Right. Dini Dini has an element of um, a fire to his game. Mm. He's he's a he's a don't fuck with me forward. Um, slightly old school in that respect, and that's I, I like that about him. And yeah, I, I do too. He bring he will bring he will bring that kind of you know that grit that non nice guy attitude mm. um, into the team as well. Yeah, where where do you sit, Mark, on on striker situation? to go with whoever the manager wants. I've mm. always said that I would um, quite happily you were saying with him. I'd quite happily. Now we've no, Now we've shown that ambition. I'm happy to to get someone like Deeney in. Mm. Um, you know, he's going to be back up. He'd be willing to. We could probably 
you know, get him on loan maybe because Watford have got potential. They want to come back up. They can go back to Watford. I don't know how the deal could be constructed. Um, but I, I would, I'd be happy to have Deeney on board. No, no problem. I tell you what, though, looking at looking at that with Deeney, though, they just they brought in um, Murray, is it Murray from um, from oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? Oh, so, right. and Troy Deeney and Troy Deeney hasn't really made any appearances for Watford mm. since the start. They wouldn't even let him go. I think it's all about West Brom. So, yeah. so maybe 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 they are going to be willing because they they brought Murray in from Brighton um, as, as a potential replacement. Um, I, 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 would, I, I would love Ings, but I just don't think that's realistic. I can't no. see us going out and spending 25, 30 million or whatever it would cost to get Ings. I just don't think that's realistic. So, yeah. you know, if we can get Deeney, then I'll be, I think that's, a, that's an adequate, yeah. um, proven Premier League player, homegrown player. Um, I, I'd be happy enough with that. Yeah. Um, we'll have to wait yeah. and see. Yeah. That just bothered me, got Bow. Get it, buddy, signed. Yeah. Get it announced first. <laughs> I, I do think it'll be after the game. I think I, th- I think announcing it will distract from from the game, which we, is obviously quite important. But do you think he'll make many changes for that game, Newcastle game? I think Undumbele might. Obviously, Le Celso will start. But you mean Southampton, Chris? Yes. Yeah. The Gareth Bale derby. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Southampton. I think. I think we'll, we'll, we'll pretty much we had a really strong team out, didn't we Thursday? Mm. Um, so I think it's going to be a similar team as what we saw um, mm. the other day. To be honest with you, maybe they end up probably, to start. I don't know. Mm. It does, you know what? At the moment, sadly though, you look at how it was with Everton. That was a strong side, and unless they yeah. try to show up, it, it doesn't matter how strong your side is. No. We, we, it doesn't matter who. You know what? Again, it goes back to this. You know what we were saying a few minutes ago about trusting the manager. You know, it doesn't matter who he picks. As long as they're playing with, with determination, passion, and they're, they're, you know, and in the words of Graham Roberts, that they remember that the badge on the front is more important than the name on the back, yeah. then then I'm, then I don't care. You know, it, it's it, I'll, I'll be happy to get a result. You know, play well. Yeah. yeah, you know, I don't care, mate. If we play boring or we play dirty, you mm. know, get a couple of goals, get three points on the board, you know, and and get that and. and because they're the only ones who can get the feel-good factor back. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think Lacelso will come in, possibly for Winks, and I think that will be the only change. Mm. But yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I reckon. I reckon Lacelso. Do you know what? I don't know. To be fair, I, I I don't know whether he might drop Winks and try and start Undumbele, and then maybe bring Lacelso on as a game changer. Yeah, maybe. Things aren't going our way. Yeah, but yeah. But again. That's literally the only part of this last hour and a half or hour and a quarter that we know for certain that we are playing Southampton because <laughs> half of this is all about Bale and Magulion signing, which hasn't happened yeah. yet, which I'm sure it will. But, you know, th- this whole podcast could be almost eradicated if they oh, end no, up boy. not signing. Yeah. You, 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 do know, you do know why they haven't announced Bale yet. You know the real reason why? No. All right, because cause what they're going to do is, for his, um, for his um, release release it gets announced and then I'm going to go buy myself a shirt when I find out his number. But, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
yeah, I'll be honest, mate, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to the announcement. And, you know, I know some people are kind of going, oh, the buzz is gone now, the buzz is gone. But it's it not. come back. It will come, come back. back. Yeah, it's, do you know what? This is Tottenham. Bottom line is, you know, we know someone, you know, someone's coming through the door, great, we go to the training ground. Five days later, they finally get announced. Yeah. It's Tottenham. You know, been doing it the Spurs way and the hard way since 1882. You know what I mean? It's not going to change now. Let's just let Spurs do what they've got to do. Let them make sure that the deal is right. And you know what? Let's enjoy the the fallout from that. Or cry over it. You know, we've got to say potentially cry over it because it's not signed, sealed and delivered just yet. So, you know, but without being uh, too negative, we... Mm. Yeah, let's, let's, let's just yeah. let them do what they're going to do. Yeah. I, I, I don't think you sit in the training ground for the most of the day to then go, OK, we won't do it then. I think if they weren't going to do it, he'd it, it have left fairly early on yesterday and it would been, OK, I'll go back to Spain. So I, I don't he was there most of the day, wasn't he? Like, I mean, you, you saw well, him in the morning. They, um, they stayed over. Apparently they stayed over. Oh, right, OK. Sports, they stayed over last night. Well, so, still there. Do you know what? It's, it doesn't exactly. You, you don't... You don't have someone sat in the training ground for two days or, you know, a day and a half as it is now um, for, for Sweet FA. It's, yeah. you know what, keep the faith, trust Levy, trust the manager. We're going to get the deals done. We're going to improve and and we just need to enjoy the ride as fans. Yeah. Right, yeah. We'll, we'll end it there. I think we'll end up uh, repeating ourselves otherwise, but it's uh, we'll end it there. Okay, so that's about it for this episode. Thanks again, as always, Mark, for coming on. Uh, anyone who doesn't follow him at 1981Spur on Twitter. Uh, thanks again, Mark. Thank you. Yeah, and thanks, Mac, for coming on. Uh, welcome anytime. Anyone who doesn't follow Mac, which you must have been living under a rock because he's been on Twitter and news and everything, it's at Mac1882THFC. I think I got that right, didn't I? Oh, thanks for having me on yeah, no yeah, worries. Yeah, no worries. Any time, uh, and then we'll, we'll be back. Uh, two or three of us after the Southampton game. Uh, hopefully, we get a win there. Uh, hopefully, this whole signing has uh, given a massive boost to the squad, uh, and then we can get a win there. Uh, cheers, guys, and uh, don't get too upset or worked up watching the game. Cheers, guys. Uh, and then back after the game.